Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And if you love a podcast, mark-narrations.com, where you can subscribe to your favorite podcast and get the stories there too. And just a huge thank you once again. Much love. Now, this first story comes from Just Another Husband 77, who says, I moved to nip an affair in the making and it worked. I've learned a lot in the last couple of years. My wife and I have been married a long time, married at 19 years old, still married and in love at 51 years old, raised three great kids to adulthood in that time, great life together. Sometimes, however, I think someone can meet another person they just click with in an unbelievable way. I think this happened to my wife. We had moved 1,000 miles away from our hometown for my work. She got a job at a hospital in the new town and hated the job. For the first three years there, she absolutely hated going to work every day. She'd cry regularly. I was there for her in any way she needed. I helped her with her resume because she wanted to find something else. I gave her a shoulder to cry on. I listened and sympathized whenever she vented. I loved her with all my heart and would always be there for her. After about three years, they hired a new guy at her work. He did the same kind of work she did, but for another department in the hospital. He's a really nice guy. I've met him multiple times. Anyway, he was closer to all the bullshit they had to put up with at their jobs. He understood better than I could. He spent more time with her than I could. If you're employed full-time, you spend more time with your job slash co-workers than you do your family. That's a fact. He was instrumental in helping her turn the job around. He understood exactly what they were going through better than I ever could. Misery loves company and now my wife had company. They started working as a team and the job got better for both of them. I could see them growing closer professionally, but then it transcended work and they started growing closer as friends outside of work and we all know where that can lead i started to become really concerned about this but never wanted to look like an insecure jealous husband so i let it go they text regularly and hung out together at work all day long they were the only two people in their office they shared an office so they chit chatted all day i could see their relationship growing every day right in front of my eyes My wife and I are as close as any two human beings can be, but I saw this relationship at work was starting to impact our me and you against the world closeness. There was a third person entering into my marriage, even though it was currently still at the very early innocent stages. I started to bring up that I was concerned about it and that I didn't like how she was acting around another man. That would get shut down on me. Don't be silly, we're just friends and co-workers. He has a fiancé. Or... He's the one person that has made this job bearable and you want me to ignore him. It was just a shitty situation all the way around. I really didn't know what to do. My own field is very specialized and lucrative. 
As luck would have it, or God stepped in, or karma, or fate, or the universe, whatever is your bag, I get a call from a headhunter. A place in our hometown was looking for a new C-level executive to run an entire division. Huge job, huge salary, in our hometown. I really loved what I was doing in my current job, and now my wife loved her job and her co-worker, and we loved the new town. Usually that would lead me to say thanks, but no thanks to the headhunter. This time, however, I saw it as an opportunity to make a positive impact on my marriage. My wife couldn't argue the opportunity. It was huge and almost doubled my salary. We have family and friends back in our hometown. I could tell she was absolutely heartbroken over the potential of losing this new best friend that I know in my heart they were both developing real feelings for each other. I know in my heart that my wife loved this man. I know that she still loved me and don't think she would have ever cheated or left me for this guy, but I know I was slowly losing her to him. She didn't act on anything, but there was something growing between them. I could tell when we all got together that his fiance hated my wife, even though they had never met before. So that told me that she could sense a threat to her relationship too and didn't like it one bit. So I applied, interviewed, got offered and accepted this job. In my heart, I'd say only 10% of it was because of the opportunity and 90% of it was to get my wife away from her job and that person. We moved. She hated leaving that job and her buddy. I could tell she was sad and depressed over the loss of this other man in her life. I knew in my heart that they were having a full-on emotional affair, even if both of them were not aware of it. A lot of times, that is how these things start. One or both parties aren't even consciously aware of what's happening until it's too late and they've ruined some lives. I know this might not be an ideal way to handle such a situation, but it worked. My wife found a new job back home. We're back in our old social circle of friends and family. For a few months, they would message on Facebook occasionally. Nothing bad, she'd always show me, but they were maintaining their connection. But that stopped some months ago. Out of sight, out of mind. They don't communicate at all anymore. He has since married his fiance, and my wife and I are very happy back home again. I could literally feel the change and one day, while we were sitting on the couch watching Fixer Upper, her head was on my shoulder. She looked up and said, I love you so much. I know for a while in the city we used to live in. I wasn't being the best partner, but I was so miserable in my job and part of me blamed you for moving me there. Coworker's name was really a wartime buddy where you share the same horrible experience with, so you start bonding with them. But in retrospect, I think it was wrong and I shouldn't have done that. I'm so sorry it hurt your feelings. I'll never do anything like that again. You are the love of my life. All's well that ends well. I love my wife with all my heart. She loves me. We'll be together until one of us dies of old age. There's a good chance I would have taken this job anyway because it's such a good opportunity, but at that time, that's not why I took it. I took it because I had a threat to my marriage, the thing that is most important to me in my life. And I saw an opportunity to remove the threat from the equation. I took that opportunity and won't ever apologize for why I did it. And there was a mix of comments on this particular story. Some saying, you know, congratulations, good to get out of there, you did the right thing. Others saying it was a sort of a dishonest way to go about it. You know, you picked up a job purely because you wanted to get your wife out of that situation. Is that the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do? So there's a lot of comments. So we're going to cover some of those straight away. So a deleted user says, wow, I really applaud your maturity and how you handled this. To which Opie replied saying, thank you. It was the scariest time in my life. Far scarier than when I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. 
My marriage is the most important thing in the world to me. The thought of how far this threat could go was keeping me up at night and terrifying me. I can appreciate that not everybody would have an opportunity fall in their lap to correct the situation like this, but I would still warn people who value their marriage. If you see a threat developing, do whatever you have to do to nip it in the bud. Darby says, literally just went through a scenario like this, but didn't get that convenient opportunity you did. We weren't legally married, but mentally we were. Eight years together could have gone 80 without making it legal. It didn't matter to us. Just like you, I saw it coming. Talked to her about it and she always downplayed it. Kept my call and tried to be mature about it. She left me for him three weeks ago. I'm so happy that it worked out for you and your wife. Timing is everything. Ordinary average guy says, I think you did exactly the right thing. I fully believe this was a fair in the making. Now, not everybody is going to have a chance at a new job and to move to put an ending to something like this. But that opportunity did present itself and you took it and I salute you for that. You did what you had to do to protect your family and the result was positive. That's awesome. Upboat or no boat replies that saying, does nobody else see how shitty it is that the only reason it ended well was because he got a dream job in his hometown and has nothing to do with either him or his wife actually making the right decisions in terms of their relationship. He didn't fix the problem. His wife didn't fix the problem. He got lucky that an outside force fixed the problem for both of them, moving away. This post does nothing for people who have no golden ticket to happiness in the form of a high-paying dream job near family and friends that removes toxic relationships from them slash their partner's lives. The only lesson learned here is sometimes you get lucky. If they hadn't have moved, what would have happened then? Would OP still be bottling up his insecurities? Would his wife still be emotionally cheating with another man? What happens when his wife finds a job and bonds with another male co-worker? This post scares me. The story boy redditor says, Jesus, dude, I can't be the only one who sees something wrong with this, can I? And one more from no name, no password who says, I have to say, maybe your wife was acting wrongly towards this man or maybe she wasn't, but if I was your wife, I'd really question why my husband constantly wanted to pack up and move if every time I had to move, I spent years crying every day. People are applauding your craftiness in saving your marriage, but something about the dishonesty in your motives here rubs me wrong. Marriage should be a partnership with honesty, in my opinion. Which OP replies saying, I confessed my reasons to her once we were back home and settled in. She said the same thing I did. I probably would have taken it anyway, but her situation at work was a big part of why I did at that moment. She and I have discussed the entire situation at length. She has admitted that her friendship with a co-worker was inappropriate for a married woman and has thanked me for what I did. She told me she'd do the same thing in the same situation. So then OP updated the post, which said, Far too many posts to respond. My wife and I are reading through this thread together. We do everything together. We're a team. She wanted me to add for anyone that might be in her shoes that sometimes you really don't see things like this coming. But if you're not vigilant, you may end up ruining the best part of your life. She's as happy as I am how everything turned out. We're not really religious people, but I'd be lying if... I didn't say that this situation didn't make me question if there isn't someone out there watching out for us and to be aware when God, the universe, whatever presents a solution to a problem, don't ignore it. I do know that I was extremely lucky that this opportunity came along. I really didn't know what to do. Felt so helpless. It doesn't happen for a lot of people and my heart breaks for them. I never stopped being thankful for how lucky I was. There was a lot of assumptions made in this thread about me about my wife and about our whole lives together. 
some good, some bad, some downright nasty. Understand that you're only getting a tiny slice of our lives. I assure you we're happily married for 32 years now and we'll be married till death do us part. Hopefully even beyond that. But either of us do whatever is necessary to protect our marriage from any and all negative influences in this world. You betcha. My wife tells this story more than I do. She has told it to our adult children as a cautionary tale. She has said if the situation was reversed, she'd do the exact same thing. Wouldn't be angry if she did. Had several close female friends over the decades we've been married. When my wife picks up a vibe that one of these women may have desired more than a friendship, she voiced her concerns. A couple of times that was met with, don't be silly, we're just friends. In retrospect, my wife was not being silly. Those friendships could have been a threat to the marriage, but we'll never know because we nip them in the bud and put our marriage first. All I can wish anyone here is to find the same kind of happiness my wife and I share. It's wonderful and I hope if you don't already have it, that you find it. Peace. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it if you was OP, if you was the wife? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And our next story is titled, Am I the Arsehole Not Rewarding My Eldest Daughter's Good Grades? It says, I have two daughters, Lena, 13, and Zoe, 17 their schooling i've always encouraged them to try rather than caring about grades i've always found work ethic resilience and responsibility to be more important than smarts alone so i would say that's what i always focused on school is probably back this year so my wife and i decided to reward them if they did well i would say the expectations were clear and about them behaving well rather than grades edit since people didn't understand the reward was contingent on good behavior Doing well referred to their effort. See my next sentence explaining my expectations were about behaving. I never changed the basis of reward. The girls' semester report came out yesterday. While the main focus is academics, each subject also grades and comments on behavior in class. Lena got mostly C's, but she struggles with school, so that's an achievement for her. Her teachers all graded her behavior as perfect and mentioned how she was clearly trying and everything. Zoe, to put it very crudely, basically had all but one of her teachers saying she's extremely smart. Almost straight A's, but a complete arsehole and a problem in class. So in my opinion, Lena should be rewarded, but not Zoe. Still, that night, we took them both out and celebrated finishing the semester. 
We did say we were proud of them and everything, but today I talked to Zoe about what her teacher said. She says it's not her fault. Her teachers suck and are boring, which may be true, but she still can't be rude or distract others. Zoe really wasn't happy about the discussion and got upset when I told her she wouldn't be rewarded. She basically thought her grade should mean it's fine and that I'm punishing her when it's not her fault. I decided to leave the discussion for later when she was calmer, but made it clear that while I'm disappointed in her acting up, I do still love her and I'm proud of her doing well score-wise. By this evening, it seemed to have calmed, but Zoe overheard Lena talking to my wife about deciding on her reward and got angry again. She said it's unfair that Lena is getting rewarded for bad grades, but she's getting nothing for A's. I tried to take her aside and talk to her explaining that it wasn't about the grade, but she didn't take it well and claims that we love Lena more and are favoring her. That it's unfair that she has such lower standards to meet, but that's not the case. My wife feels bad and changed her mind and thinks maybe we should reward her with something since she did so well academically. And it was a struggle to adjust given everything. And I don't think we should reward her for misbehaving, even if she scores well. If she acts up, it can harm other students. I know that happened back when I was in school. I haven't changed my mind and I don't think it's wrong, but my wife clearly thinks it's an asshole move. And we do have an update to this post as well, but Dinah Drakeland says, Your oldest is clearly bored as hell in school. Are you guys, the school, making more of an effort to challenge her on an academic level? I'm making an edit because this appears to be the top comment. OP's oldest has Asperger's, meaning she literally has difficulty communicating and socializing. You're the arsehole, OP. Big time. This is something that you and her teachers need to learn how to work with. High functioning or not, she thinks and processes differently. You chose to leave this out of everything for the most part. She is not your normal, neurotypical child. Nokio says, just want to pop in and say, I had great grades, low participation and tons of attention problems as a kid. It took me 28 years for someone to suggest I had ADHD and wasn't just an arrogant, bored asshole. Not saying your kid is the same as me, just saying you've clearly got a high achiever who is bored shitless. The sci-fi guy says, are you one of those hands-off parents when it comes to their education? This seems like it. If she's getting good grades but her behavior marks are poor and she says she's bored, that's your cue to have a conference with her teachers. Also, if you are just finding out about her behavior now because of the report card, then how can you fairly punish her if no one notified you of the issues the entire quarter or semester and she had no time to change or work on her attitude? The teacher should be in contact with you if her behavior is bad enough that it warrants low scores on a report card. Don't forget, attitude is subjective depending on the teacher. For example, questioning things slash authority isn't being disrespectful, but to some teachers it is. Others welcome it as it promotes learning and discussion. What I'm saying is figure out what she's doing that they consider bad. Sounds like you need to be more proactive and speak to the people at school about what they can do to stimulate her mind in class. I can see how she thinks you're playing favorites. Warren Adot says everyone sucks here. I get what you were trying to do here, but it doesn't sound like the expectations were as clear as you think they were. Also, it seems pretty obvious that your eldest is bored in class which isn't really her fault if the material is not challenging her. Her maladaptive response and inability to take responsibility for it are definitely her fault, but she is a child and it's your job as the parent to help her learn more productive ways for her to manage this. Reward each child for what they did well and then never promise rewards again. This strategy clearly doesn't work here. 
doing well should be its own reward at their age. Anna, not the arsehole, just for some variety, but I'm not sure if they would have seen the Asperger's comment as well, which may have changed their judgment, so who knows. But Amy says, not the arsehole. You made clear that the reward would be for good behavior. Zoe not only didn't deliver on that, she plainly said that she doesn't think it should matter. If she acknowledged that her behavior affects others and showed she understands that she may reach a point where she can't coast on her smarts, you'll might be able to have a more productive discussion about a reward. But right now, Zoe is dismissing the entire basis and purpose of your offer. This is a moment where she can learn something. Good on Lena for doing her genuine best and good for you for rewarding persistence in the face of challenges. Says I, who coasted through advanced classes in everything except algebra and took a long time to learn how to learn something that didn't come easily to me. So then OP comes in with an update which says, first I want to thank everyone who gave advice and criticism. I struggled to understand it at first and did not expect the level of vitriol and personal attacks. While a minority, I unfortunately got bothered by all the attacks and especially the few who insulted Lena. I slept on it and realized a lot of the rest was good advice and that I made a mistake in how I handled Zoe. The next day I got Zoe to join me on my walk and we talked. I apologize for not realizing how unfair it was. I did reassure her that I loved her and it wasn't favorites. While I was never A's, I did coast through school and it came to bite me hard later in life. I was worried about it happening to Zoe, but it still wasn't fair even if I didn't mean it that way. From what Zoe said, it was a bit like most were saying that she's bored. She basically said she learns better from the textbooks than most of her teachers. She did admit she can be rude to them, but said it's because they clearly don't like her. For the favoritism, she just basically said I'm always helping Lena and proud of her, but never her. I try to explain that I am proud of her and the helping is because literally every time I try, she just says it's fine and says she doesn't need help. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think it all went well and she understands that I love her, even if I fucked up. Hopefully she can use her words a bit more, but I'll definitely try to be more persistent in the future. I plan to talk to her school as soon as possible, though I don't know when they'll respond given it's holidays. For the reward, they're both getting one. Zoe still hasn't decided what, but she has next week to figure it out. As an aside, I think our system may be different. From what I understand, depending on the subject, it's difficult for teachers to simply teach her more advanced stuff because simply she won't get anything out of it in terms of marks. I'll definitely try to work it out with a school, but it's unfortunately too late to really transfer her to another. Selective schools won't accept and the private ones here aren't exactly good enough to justify uprooting during year 11. Further, I don't know how grades work elsewhere, but a C isn't a fail or borderline, so please stop insulting Lena. I fucked up. But that gives no one the right to attack her. Between prep to year 10, a C means understanding everything expected. Lena's grades were all high C's at level half a year ahead or B's half a year ahead which is literally meeting or exceeding expectations. Anyway, to apologize to Zoe, I had a day out, just me and her, and we did whatever she wanted. 
It was a great day and I really enjoyed it and I think she did. She even told me she loves me and she's not the type to say that kind of thing much. Even if some don't believe it, I really do love her. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below if you have a moment of your time to share them. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved on the daily. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. And much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.